This is the moment we've all been waiting for. The Jacksonville Jaguars kick off their regular season this Sunday, September 10th at 1 p.m. Eastern in Indianapolis. We are going to break down that game together to get you ready to go, ready to cheer on our Jacksonville Jaguars. And so want to give you guys a key stat as we get ready for week one, and then hear your thoughts. So the Jacksonville Jaguars have been 14 and 14 all time in week one in franchise history. Although, unfortunately, we've struggled more in the recent 10 years at being at three and seven with last year being a tough loss week one to the Washington Commanders 22 to 18. And so I'm going to turn it over to y'all. Give me a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being extremely important and 1 being doesn't matter. How important is this game for the Jaguars? I'd give this game uh, a real solid 8. Even though it's uh, not a difficult an opponent, it's really important for the Jags to start off with a win. Um, a lot of people are still kind of questioning because this is the Jaguars and they've been hurt in the past. So they're like, are we actually going to be as good as everyone thinks? Uh, so being able to stomp your first opponent, uh, win the games that you're supposed to win, and starting off with a real good tone is really important. So this game, even though it, it shouldn't be a difficult one, is still really important. Yeah, I would I would certainly put that up around seven or eight as well. The fact that it's a divisional rival, you have to, to go out and, and win that game. And then... Also, if your sites are Super Bowl, if your sites are competing in the AFC, having home field advantage and having every single game matter from a win perspective is important. So uh, with that, I, I would certainly rate this one fairly high. Agreed. I would give it probably around a seven. And I also think it's important because, as we pointed out the last couple episodes, the Jaguars are carrying some momentum from the preseason. And so I think it's important to keep that rolling into now the games that matter. Uh, in terms of your win-loss record. Well, I want to give you guys one more key stat that I'm watching, not just week one, but throughout this season, and want to get y'all's thoughts on this. So the Jacksonville Jaguars had the biggest jump from the 2021 season to the 2022 season in the entire league in terms of an improvement of turnover differential. And so we still have room to grow because last year we finished at 19th right at minus 0.1, meaning we turned over the ball ever so slightly more than we gained turnovers, which was a massive jump from the previous year at minus 1.2, where we're turning over the ball uh, at least once more every game than the previous game. So I wanted to turn it over to you guys, and who are you looking at to improve more, the offense or defense, in terms of holding on to the football and stealing the football from the other team? Well, we saw great pro progression from Trevor Lawrence throwing 17 interceptions in 2021 to eight in 2022. So maybe there's one or two more left to squeeze there on the offensive side, but it's going to have to be the defensive side that continues to be the ball hawking disruptive defense that we saw at times last year while it was inconsistent for sure. I have to agree with JT that uh, this defense needs to be the one that improves to keep it up with the turnovers. We saw it in the preseason, um, going after the ball, really tackling the ball instead of the person, trying to jump routes. I think for this defense to be where it needs to be, it's going to be a turnover defense. It's not going to be one of those hold them to 13 points. They can't move the ball. They can't pass the ball. We're going to give up big plays. 
But while we're giving up big plays, we're also going to be jumping that route. We're going to be making them fumble the ball. It needs to be an aggressive defense. And we're going to now turn our attention to the Colts versus the Jaguars this Sunday. The Jaguars went one and one last year, winning our home opener right after the loss of the Commanders against the Colts, 24 to nothing, starting to build some of the expectations that we were able to see toward the end of last year. However, in October, we lost the Colts in Indianapolis, 34 to 27, where Matt Ryan found the fountain of youth and played maybe the only good game he had all of last year, uh, where he had 389 passing yards and three touchdowns, absolutely shredding the Jacksonville defense. Of course, this is before we started to start stacking wins there in November, in December, and then going into January. Now, this Colts team is going to be a very different team than it was in uh, 2022, and look no further than the fact that they have Anthony Richardson now at quarterback, the rookie who has a very high ceiling coming out of Florida, but at times was extremely inconsistent, uh, saying that very nicely uh, at Florida at times, and so we'll, we'll break down that side of the ball, but before we do that, let's focus on the Jaguars offense versus the Colts defense. So the Jaguars offense last season uh, did not have Calvin Ridley. So we were upgrading essentially Marvin Jones to Calvin Ridley, which is a massive upgrade on the outside. But by and large, it's a lot of the same uh, faces, a lot of the same weapons that we saw in um, 2022. Whereas what do we think about the offensive matchup here with the Colts defense? Yeah, and the key for this offense uh, is going to be stopping Shaq Leonard and DeForest Buckner. Uh, Our offensive line is going to need to keep Trevor Lawrence upright and keep them out of the backfield. If they can do that, I don't think they're going to have any problem handling the Colts. They're a really young defense who are probably going to make a lot of mistakes, and they will need to just give Trevor Lawrence some time so he can get the ball to Calvin Ridley and Evan Ingram and Christian Kirk all of our weapons, if we can keep Trevor Lawrence upright, no problem. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing our offense open up the field, open up the playbook. We saw them move the ball in the preseason. I think this is a great opportunity. Week one off of what you just pointed out, Joey, a young defense, kind of a middle of the road, maybe slightly back of the pack defense in the Colts where Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley can make some explosive plays, maybe an early play action, deep ball to Ridley. And of course, we've also invested a lot in the run. So I think that's going to be key, particularly hopefully in the second half when we have a lead to continue to melt that clock and build that lead is going to be key to me. I agree with you, Joey. DeForest Buckner and Shaq Leonard in their front seven is definitely the strength of their defense. DeForest Buckner was actually ranked number 71 on this year's top 100 list from voted on by the NFL players. But to both of your guys' points, Indianapolis was definitely a middle-of-the-road defense last year. If you look at passing yards against, they were ranked number 21. If you looked at rushing yards, they were a little bit better around 12. They were a top 10 sack defense uh, compared to the Jaguars down in the bottom six. But the one area where the Indianapolis Colts really struggled last year was the red zone defense. 
Jacksonville was a below average red zone touchdown scoring team last year, averaging about 50% of the time. Indianapolis Colts actually gave up two thirds of the time an offensive touchdown when the opponent got inside the red zone. And so I think one area to focus on uh, for the coming matchup is how well does Jacksonville do inside the red zone? Do we make an improvement from last year where we were 53% and, and ranked 19th? against an Indianapolis Colts defense that was really below average in that area. Which is great news for all you fantasy football players who own any Jaguars offensive player. Most of them should be starting this week because, as you pointed out, JT, this is a great opportunity for them to score some touchdowns for the Jaguars and hopefully score some points for your fantasy team too. This is also a great opportunity for the Jags defense because this Colts offense is not where it needs to be at the beginning of this season. The whole Jonathan Taylor drama, him being out for the next four games for them. Anthony Richardson is not where he needs to be uh, starting him as the starting quarterback where he hasn't had that many starts even just in his entire football career. He didn't play that much at UF, and when he was, he wasn't playing well. He didn't really shine in the preseason. So I think this is a great opportunity for our defense to really stonewall uh, an offense and to start off the season with a hot tone. Yes, no, I agree. So I'm a Florida fan. I saw Anthony Richardson live several times, watched every single game that he played for Florida. He only had 12 or 13 starts um, total at the University of Florida. Uh, and so to Joey's point, he's not really had a lot of game time experience the couple of things that I saw Anthony Richardson do and something to, to, to focus on is the college game felt like at times it moved very fast for him and he struggled to read the field at a quick pace. I think uh, that is only going to be amplified in the NFL. So what I would what I would be saying is that I think Anthony Richardson is going to struggle to have 50% completion percentage. Um, there's going to be opportunities for us to have interceptions and, and to put pressure on them. The one thing you have to watch out for him though, is he has legitimate four, four speed and he's six foot four, two forty four. And, uh, and as we all know, the Jaguars have historically struggled with running quarterbacks. And so if you can just keep Anthony Richardson under probably 120 yards rushing, which seems outlandish to, to say that we could give up 120 yards rushing to a quarterback and still have the opportunity to win. But if you can just keep him under 120 yards, I don't see a lot of the rest of the team beating you. To Joey's point, um, as many of you guys know, um, Jonathan Taylor is out on the PUP with some of the contracting situations as well as lingering injury. Zach Moss, their second string running back is also out, which means Deion Jackson and Evan Hole should be uh, seeing a lot of the playing time. We saw Deion Jackson come in several times in 2022. Um, an okay passing uh, uh, receptions running back, not really that strong in between the tackles. Evan Hole is a rookie, and so uh, to be seen how he is. And then on the outside, they have Michael Pittman, Alex Pierce, the rookie last year, who at times had some good games, as well as Josh Downs, a rookie from UNC. So to Joey's point, a very young team, a very inexperienced team. It feels like a high ask for this offense to be able to perform week one out of the gates against a very strong Jacksonville Jaguars team. Yeah. You know, the comparison I make with this Colts team is 
two years ago, the Jaguars 2021 with just drafting Trevor Lawrence is a very young team in a lot of question marks, which can be a little dangerous. What I'm nervous about is what you already pointed out, JT, is Anthony Richardson's running ability. The guy is a monster. He's 6'4", 245, and runs 4'4", speed. He's quick. He is hard to bring down. And so I think the Colts will try to get him running early. So the key for our defense is going to be containing him, forcing him to throw, and then look for some, as we talked about earlier, look for some turnover opportunities, look for some uh, perceptions here against Anthony Richardson in his first pro game. Edge containment is critical. If this is a game next week, we're talking, we say we had zero sacks. That's okay. If we're keeping Anthony Richardson in the pocket and forcing him to pass when he may be looking for opportunities to run. And speaking of turnovers, I have a question for y'all. How many total turnovers do you think our defense will have this game? I give us two. I like the potential of us taking away two interceptions from Anthony Richardson. A lot is going to depend on how much he throws, but I think we've got a real opportunity to find two turnovers in this game. Yeah, I think there's two two seems reasonable. I think a lot of it will be uh, depend on game state and are we actually putting the pressure on them early on? The longer this game stays close in Indianapolis, the more they they can rely on Anthony Richardson's running ability and and short, easy passes. So if we can get a situation where we're up by seven or 10 points in the first half, I think you could certainly see that number balloon higher. Yeah, I have them at three to four. I think the defense is going to come out hot. They're going to want to prove to everyone that the Jags are here and they're real and they're going to take down this young, inexperienced offense. I think uh, Anthony Richardson will make at least a couple mistakes, and also those backup running backs are going to put the ball on the ground. That's a great point, Joey. So here we go. Getting ready for week one. Here's how we're going to wrap up every week, and we're going to keep track and see which of the Jag bros can get the score the closest. But we're going to give our predictions on the game currently as we record The Jaguars are five-point favorites, and so we'll give our prediction, and then next week we'll review which of the Jaguars gets the closest. So I'll get us started, and I think the Jaguars take home the W, keep the win streak alive, and beat the Colts 28-13. to What about you guys? I have the Jags dominating the Colts, uh, winning by over 20 points, uh, putting up 42, and the Colts only scoring 14. Let's go! Man, I would love to see a 20-point-plus victory on the road, especially when the Jaguars uh, were only 4-4 four and four last year in 2022. We certainly struggled on the road, not showing up in several of the games like the Detroit Lions game last year in November. The sole loss there in that um, epic stretch that we had in the back half of last year. I am also going to agree picking a Jaguars victory. I think it's a game that if you lose this game, there's going to be a lot more question marks and a lot more concern because that probably means Anthony Richardson is closer to uh, potentially hitting his ceiling uh, for the NFL than not. So, but I I don't really see that happening. I think he's really going to struggle mightily in this game. I have us winning 27 to six. So also a big victory um, for the Jags. I think our defense will put um, the clamps down on uh, on the, the Colts defense a little bit better, but I don't know if our offense is hitting that, that, that 40 marker right out of the gates. But all in all, all three of us predicting a lopsided Jacksonville Jaguars victory um, in Indianapolis this Sunday. 
Let's go. Three of us and three pick W's. The Jags have it this Sunday. Don't forget to watch. It's this Sunday, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern or 12 p.m. Central, depending on where you're watching. Uh, We hope that you end up watching the game, cheer on the Jags, and we will be back that next week to analyze what happened, take it down, break it down, and don't forget to listen that uh, listen to us and give us reviews and share with everyone that you see. Uh, until then, it's the Jag Bros. Dude. Dude.